Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. This is season four of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. And today on the show, we're going to talk about a little bit of sex. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about geography. We're going to talk about science. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, but we're also going to talk to Scott from Go Small, Live Large, and you're going to learn about him on this week's episode. Get ready, and we'll open up the mailbag and news from around the world. Totally useless information. It's everything you never needed to know. Welcome to episode five. Here we go. Throw away your totally useless GPS. It's time for geography. So get lost with Nick and Roy. That we can do really well. We can get really, really lost. So welcome once again to another episode. We're really excited. We tidied up the studio yet once again because we have a special guest. Yes, we have Scott. From Go Small, Live Large. Now, Scott is a YouTube influencer. He's also a brand ambassador for Volta Systems, which he's going to tell you a little bit more about. Scott is has been an influence on me. I've watched just about every YouTube show he has. This man lives in a B-size van, and he goes across the country. So this is good. But not only that, this son of a gun influenced me to buy that same damn van. So, Scott, how you doing? Tell us about yourself a little bit. Glad you have no passion on this whole subject, Roy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You might want to spruce it up today. a little bit. Just a little bit, Roy. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're a YouTube influencer and you convince somebody and his wife to spend hundred grand on a van. So, it's pretty cool. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, thank you, Roy. Thank you, Nick, for inviting me in. Thanks for letting me into your ears. Really appreciate that, everybody. Uh, yeah, so my name's Scott Watson. I'm uh, a YouTube channel called Go Small. That would be the van to live large. That's to kind of roam around anywhere in the USA. Love to get to Canada. Hello, Nick. Can you help me out? Hook a brother yeah, up. Yeah, they'll open up soon, Scott. Don't yeah, worry. don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is to roam around North America. And um, what I do is is I just share my experiences on my YouTube channel of how to what the RV is about. The Class B, in case you don't know, is as Roy uh, indicated, is literally a van. It's a Ram Promaster 3500 model van. It's 21 feet long, seven feet wide, 10 feet tall. They cram an entire motorhome into this thing, including a Volta. Uh, is the maker, engineer, and maker, it made in Michigan, uh, of a lithium ion system. And it, it packs a punch. It's got uh, 8,700 watt hours of juice to run the AC um, for 10 to 12 hours. I mean, it's really powerful. What's even cooler about it as I drive around, I make my own electricity as a second alternator under the hood. So I actually charge that energy pack as I drive around. So I have 30 amps, 48 volts, 8,700 watt hours 
of juice anywhere, anytime. It's just now if we can figure out how to make water like that and, and rum, it would be yeah. an awesome program. It depends on what Roy has for dinner. He also can make his own energy in a different kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. And oh, then sure. stay away from the oven because yeah. boom, the whole place goes. <laughs> That's great. But, um, it's just a pleasure to be here, and I love what your, your folks' mantra is here. You know, listen, laugh, learn. We collectively learn. I mean, I've been living in my van for two years now. I've had it for two and a half. But excuse me, but on, full... on purpose. Yes, okay. I'm not unemployed. <laughs> I don't have. I have more than ten dollars in the bank account. Um, <laughs> I track the stock market. Yeah, it's uh, it's on purpose. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. This listen, is I've the... seen some people's apartments, and your place is nicer. <laughs> uh, just really a, a delight to be here today well it's great to have you and you you know talked about you know uh you have more than ten dollars in your bank account i'm going to ask you a personal question okay so where do you get your income from you're not selling anything out of that van are you um technically no but okay, yes okay. through youtube so like you guys with podcasters you need to either educate or entertain or a combination of so I have a monetized YouTube channel. Um, unlike some YouTubers that are making a gazillion dollars, I'm, I'm making like a thousand bucks a month. It keeps going up every month uh, a little bit, but uh, I have a corporate job. Uh, so I work a full-time corporate job from my from my rig. Now, because of YouTube and, and being a Volta brand ambassador, which is a training program for RV dealers, um, I was able to scale my full-time job back to half time and half income. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's why I monetize YouTube. I have my Volta gig. So, um, you know, I'm See, not, Scott, I, I, I don't I, think I don't think a lot of people understand that wh where Scott is right now is literally a roving home. He has Internet and he has television and he has air conditioning and he has, you know, a full bathroom. This is actually like a moving home. So. You know, he can do work the same way we go home at night. The only difference is he's doing it all over the place, you know. It's kind of like going to the bathroom. <laughs> you do it yeah. all over the place whether you like to or not. So <laughs> where do you, where do we find you today when we're, we're recording this podcast? Where where are you situated right now? Where are you? Yeah, it's a great question. And a lot of the times that you ask that question today, you ask it tomorrow, it's two different places. Today, I'm in uh, near West Palm Beach, Florida, southern Florida. West Palm Beach is on the Atlantic side of Florida, about an hour north of Miami. Um, it's endless summer here in Florida, so it's about 80 degrees, which in contrast to the rest of the United States, Canada, even worse, it's in a serious deep freeze. So I am happy to be here in my flip-flops and my Tommy Bahama shirts. Look, we got, cool. we got Jimmy Buffett on the show now. That's what Jimmy Buffett, that's what and welcome to Margaritaville. <laughs> I'll put my hat on. <laughs> you're, you're listening to Total Useless Information with Nick and Roy. We will get to the useless information. And because of in your honor, Scott, we're going to talk about geography today. So speaking of geography, give us a couple of examples of, of some of the most amazing places that you've visited in your, in your RV in the United States. Yeah, it's a great question. I get it asked all the time, and it's probably the toughest question to ask. It's like, which of your kids is your favorite? Which everyone's in front of me. So my favorite place is kind of wherever I am. And if it's not my favorite, I move along. But in all seriousness, um, we have, and I would include Canada in this too. I've not been to Canada in my RV yet, but we live in an amazing part of the world. The U.S. and Canada, um, it's just, it, it's so diverse from a culture, food, music, even language. Um, yep. But there was one thing that I discovered, and I'm kind of an old guy like you guys. Um, I graduated high school in 1983, so do the math. And I discovered country music really late in my life, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> 
And I did that in the in the state of Texas. And I was tired of listening to my old 80s stuff. And through a Apple Music experience, listening to my first country song in Galveston, Texas, headed to the Galveston State Park on the beach, I changed my life. So my favorite place to go really is 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 Texas. Because um, there is something intrinsically different about Texas. Did you know? Useless fact. It used to be its own country back in the 1800s for about 15 years. It was it's literally its own country mm-hmm. before the Civil War. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, right? They have a part-time legislature. How different would the world be if you had a part-time legislature? I mean, literally- uh, excuse me, Scott, we do up here in Canada. Yes, they do meet part-time. Or at least they we'd work have part-time. A better, we'd have a better place down here, Scott, if that happened. I know. <laughs> with you. But <laughs> it's just, it's just, and, and so it's this, it's this Texas spirit, this Texas attitude, this Texas kind of independent streak that I think is kind of largely lost on the rest of the U.S. that for me is just contagious. But I'll give you a five, five little hot tips in, in Texas. So if you haven't been to these places, put them on your go-to list because uh, they will be really aw- awesome for you. Austin, Texas. If you haven't been to Austin, Texas, you haven't lived. And if you have an RV, right, take a note, go to the Pecan Grove RV Park in downtown Austin. I already watched your, your video, man. It will change your life. I'm telling you. It is old school RV park. You probably get electrocution from plugging your thing in, but it's the most amazing experience. Um, Fredericksburg, Texas. It's kind of the wine country of Texas. And just 10 miles away is Lukenbach, that famous Waylon Jennings song, Lukenbach, Texas. And um, that's all about music at Lukenbach. Um, how about this one? Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas is cool for me for a number of reasons, but the, there's an intersection in Dallas, Texas that probably changed the world's trajectory forever. And that's it. When you stand in the spot where GFK w- took the first hit in the head, yeah. well, that'd be the second one, I guess, right? The second one. Yeah. It just, it, get, it brings chills and time stands still. And again, this is why I like to RV because it makes these things real. I'm not consuming somebody other somebody else's curiosity through a TV. Like when you go to Fort Worth, Texas, just up the street from Dallas, and you go to the stockyards, and you can immediately be brought back 120 years. You can be a cowboy, wearing your boots, wearing your hat, riding a horse, watching the cows roam around, having a whiskey. It's just the most crazy thing. So Texas yeah. really is just it is it's such a diverse, it's a huge state. I've but watched just, I've watched a few of your videos. I watched the video on the stockyard too, and and it is cool. I mean, you got to see. And, and it is the reason why RVing has gone so crazy because people are starting to see the reason of how you can do these things and how easy it is to just jump in and go someplace. Like I told you this weekend, we were at Bach Tower Gardens. I didn't even know it existed the day before, you know? Yeah, when you talk about wearing a cowboy hat and boots and having a whiskey, it sounds like my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Except you're headed to Walmart. <laughs> well, I got a useless fact for him about Kentucky. Now, you've been to Kentucky? Yes. Okay. But here's a useless fact about Kentucky. Kentucky has more caves than any place on Earth. In fact, they call it Mammoth Cave. It's nearly 400 miles. Now, think about this. That's 400 miles that scientists have explored. They've yet to explore an additional 200 miles. So the caves are a total of almost 600 miles underground. And when, when you ask about the caves in, uh, to, to a Kentuckian, 
he says, heck yeah, we need some place to keep all that ammunition for the revolution. (laughs) 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 You know, I'm going to flash back to one of the earlier episodes that we had on our show. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. And our special guest today is Scott Watson. And and so um, if you remember, Roy, the there is a law that in Kentucky, you are not allowed to hold an ice cream cone in your back pocket. In your back pocket. Yeah. That's a true law. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. actually so, a useful law. It, it, it is. is. That's what I said. Have you been to Nebraska yet, Scott? I have not. I've driven through um, in the car, and it's just cornfields. Corn Do you corn like corn. Kool-Aid to go along with your whiskey? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'll vodka. take Kool-Aid neat. Thank you. Uh, the state... <laughs> The state of Nebraska is the birthplace of Kool-Aid. Edwin Perkins Ah. of Hastings had originally invented the the sweet uh, fruit smack, he called it, which he sold in liquid concentrate. But in an effort to cut down on shipping costs, he experimented with it, reducing it to a powder, and he struck on the invention in his mother's kitchen in 1927. So Nebraska is the home of Kool-Aid. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. You, oh, my God. You, that's pretty cool. Yeah. See how stupid know? this is? This is totally useless information, Scott. How about this? How about this useless tidbit? Minnesota, home of spam, where they actually have a spam museum. A spam they museum? Have this, yeah. We, didn't we talk about spam, Nick? We did. Something? We did. Here's the ironic part of all of this. I keep getting spam email to go to the spam museum. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got one from around the world. The largest rock on the planet is in Australia. Despite its name, Mount Augustus, it's not a mountain at all. It's actually the largest rock in the world. It's 2,300 feet tall and can be seen from 100 miles away. And it's 1,650 million years old. Kind of like Nick. (laughs) Hey, never mind. We graduated high school the same year, 1981. So two years earlier than Scott did. So we're That's older right. than Scott. Um, Scott needs to respect his elders. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Scott. Yes, sir. <laughs> so speak slower and louder is what we're telling you. <laughs> Scott, have you been to the state of Massachusetts? Um, not, not in my van. Okay, there's a place for you to visit. It, you know, it's some homework for you. If you spend time in the Bay State, you know that seafood is the source of their pride. We all know. Tourists and locals love the fresh clam chowder. But, oh, yeah. but don't you dare mess with the clam chowder by adding tomatoes. The people of Massachusetts are so serious that they've outlawed, actually outlawed putting any tomatoes in clam chowder in Massachusetts. Of course, because that makes it Manhattan clam chowder, and they hate New York. <laughs> That's right. If you go to Manhattan and try to put cream in their, in their clam chowder, then they'll throw you off the East River. Forget about it. All right, I got one here, another world one. Russia and China, each country touches 14 other countries. Now, if you look at the map, Russia seems that like it could gobble up China because Russia looks so much bigger, and it is. But both countries touch on 14 other bordering countries. Okay? Now, I don't want to go through them all because I actually had the list of all of them. I'd have to name 28. But Joe Biden said Russia bad and China just a developing small nation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every once in a while, Scott, we sneak in some um, some politics Scott, in the show. 
I told you every once in a while I got to throw something political in here. For four years they killed Trump. Yeah. Now it's my turn. <laughs> there you go. Do you have any other any facts from from your adventures in your RV, Scott? Um, a couple other ones are really interesting. Um, back to the Mammoth Cave, by the way. So this is probably useless information. You know why that cave system is so big? Because it was an underground river. It's the only cave that doesn't have any stalactites or mites. Because it was running water that actually created that not dripping water through all the limestone. Right. So it wasn't filtered through. It was actually a run. It, 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 the water created the cave. Yes, the, wow. a, a river. And it looks like a river yeah. ran through it. Uh, the other thing that was really fascinating about that cave, this is why I just love RVing, and the curiosity, uh, Nick, that we were talking about. And here's a, here's a hot tip, and this is not useless information. Behind every great idea is usually a woman. And a woman discovered how to photograph a cave environment with flash. So she's honored in the visitor center by teaching herself and then and teaching others how to photograph cave systems. And so she was able to help that whole discovery process be shared else, uh, you know, with other folks, which is pretty, I can't remember her name. It was really amazing. Um, so wow. Kudos to the girls. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it for the girls. Remember that song? Let's hear it for the girls. <laughs> uh, have you been to Alabama, Scott? I have sweet Mobile. home, sweet okay. home, Alabama. Right? Okay. Well, there's actually a place called Sweet Home, Alabama. It's not a town, but a historic house, and located in the, in the city of Bessemer. I guess it's pronounced. Built by the celebrated architect William E. Benz for the city's first undertaker, a man by the name of Henry Wilson Sweet. In fact, it's earned a spot as a landmark by the Alabama Historical Association thanks in part to its unusual architecture blending Queen Anne and neoclassical styles. So, yes, there is actually Sweet Home Alabama in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, cool. All right. That's cool. So, Scott, um, we usually ask our guests to hang on, you know, because uh, you can never have enough totally useless information. Would you like to hang on and, and, and hang out the rest of the show? Yeah, love to. So you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Oh, yeah. All about sex. Yeah. And for those lawyers who are sitting out there saying, wait a minute, they could get into trouble. The following segment of the Totally Useless Information podcast may be too sultry and too sexy for some listeners. Mm -hmm. For the rest of you, tough. Okay. That's all lawyer. It is, yeah. <laughs> sultry. So for many, many years, um, men thought that their shoe size has a, du- a direct correlation with their penis size. Okay. Mm. Relax, guys. Your shoe size has nothing to do with your penis size. Said the man with a size nine. <laughs> hey, hey. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. And a really big truck in the driveway. Yes, that's right. Really, yeah. Is that what you mean by live large there, Scott? Anyway, um, a British Journal of Urology study measured, they measured 104 men, much of the delight of the men everywhere. The study found no association between foot and penis size. Does size matter? According to the American Psychological Association, 85% of women are satisfied with whatever the size it is. 85% 85% of women? They say they're satisfied with the size. 
Yeah, they probably had did 85% of married women, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Humans go to strange lengths for sex. We get and stay married. Think about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but this next statement is true. The buster beetle contains an acid called canthrid acid. When consumed by humans and excreted, it causes a burning sensation in the urethra that apparently in some places passes for sex. Now, idiots, that's not sex. That burning sensation is probably an STD. Now, now listen, now, now listen to me. This is a true statement here. These people consume this acid and they in around the world they do this and they believe that this is like a, a, a sexual thing have you ever nick i don't know but it bugs the hell out of me <laughs> when that happens <laughs> wow so it's actual beetle it's a beetle called the buster beetle and it's called canthrid as catherine acid sure okay and it happens yeah, in a lot of places in the world and a lot I'm of grabbing my bug spray <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, Scott is now spraying himself with Raid. Sure, there you go. Hey, it's if the RVs are rocking, uh, whether it's pillow talk or a candid middle of the day conversation with your partner, talking about sex can lead to a more fulfilling sex life. Okay, according to relationship coach Kyle Benson, he says it's also important for couples to be specific and direct when discussing sex and intimacy. Like when partners talk to each other, they're like really vague in what they say. Instead, what he suggests is say something like, you never touch my body. Try this. It feels so amazing when you touch me there. So sharing your positive needs will open up new ways of loving each other. Hmm. Yep. According to a study, more teenage men than ever before are using condoms for the first time when they have sex. And being that they were alone, nobody will know for sure. <laughs> no, no, I just did that. But that's, that's a great thing, and that's an actual study that was done. Uh, teenage guys, first-time sex, they are using condoms more than they were in the past. So good thing. Chalk that one up for a good one. But but they, they did suggest, though, you do not put your condom in a wallet because the heat from the back pocket or front pocket will destroy the rubber compounds and make it ineffective. So please be careful where you put your condom is what we're saying. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You should wear it on the outside, like on a chain. It, it also gives a signal to women. Yeah. <laughs> does, that mean, does that mean we're going steady? Because you're wearing it on a chain. <laughs> yeah, now, look what I got for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Put put a ring around it. There you go. Bingo. Um, now, we talked about Alabama before. You can't buy sex toys in Alabama. While it's hard to believe, Alabama still has a law in the books that bans the sale of purchasing, quote, any device designed or marketable as useful primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs, is what the law says. Violators will face a maximum fine of $20,000 and a possibility of up to one year in jail or 12 months of hard labor. Wow, so you can't buy a sex toy in Alabama. Right. A cucumber sales are off the charts. 
<laughs> you can't buy a sex toy and you can't find a can of cream corn anywhere. There's no tea. <laughs> a study was done that noise during sex, this is in 2012, I would assume by a bunch of horny scientists, <laughs> that they found that screaming and grunting and even communicating in nonverbal noises made sex more fun and more pleasurable. Now, who pays these people, number one? I would assume that screaming, grunting, and yelling makes sex more pleasurable. But my question was, was this during or after the sex that there was the screaming and yelling? Because they didn't explain what type of screaming and yelling, because <laughs> I've had some women scream and yell at me afterwards, going, you call that sex? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm a size 10 and a half. <laughs> go figure you're listening to totally useless information with nick and roy if you'd like to send us an email just it's really simple roy how do they send us an email they go to nickandroy.com and they send us an email just click on where it says contact us and you'll contact us and then we'll contact you right back nickandroy.com from beethoven to bieber rock and roll to rhythm and blues. This is totally useless music information with Nick and Roy. Roy, you're the musician yeah. in our group here. By the way, as, as an aside here, um, Roy is also a. Not only does he entertain us here on totally useless information with Nick and Roy, he's also an entertainer in Southwest Florida. So if you check out mm -hmm. nickandroy.com and you click on music by Roy, you'll find out where Roy is playing and singing. Yeah, yeah, and you come and see me. Live. No. <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> so, so we also have on the show with us, uh, sitting in with us right now, is Scott from Go Small, Live Large. And uh, he is uh, having some fun. Right, Scott? This is totally useless information. I am learning so much today, but having a great laugh. So I'm at the right place. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me in. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got one for you in the United States in case you want to travel someplace. The world's largest pipe organ can still be heard. It's played every day on Boardwalk Hall. That's the name of the place in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So if you're traveling through New Jersey, you go to Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It is the largest pipe organ in the world, and it is functional today. Said a worker at the hall, it's it, that no one has stolen the damn thing yet. They steal everything in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So <laughs> there we go. It's still there. Run, go take a look at the largest pipe organ in the world. And it, I would assume... For the largest pipe organ in the world, that would be, what, a size 12? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I thought we were done with the sex topic. <laughs> Talk about the size of that truck holding that thing around. Th there you go. <laughs> Scott, have you been to any musical cities? That is an awesome question, and probably my favorite one is Nashville. Ah. So much fun. It is, it is just, I had never been really, and yes, it is the... It contains the Ryman Auditorium, which is the, the uh, mother church of country music. Kind of made the whole genre famous. And yeah. um, if you like live music, it's just the place to go. Uh, it's such a great it's town. Cool. So many it's levels. a cool place. I love Nashville. Yeah. 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 Great food, barbecue, beer. Uh, you know, it, it, it's so laid back, too. And there's, there's entertainers playing sometimes in one building. There's three floors and three different entertainers playing. It's packed. And, it's, and one is better than the next. 
Johnny Cash got, Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Cash Museum was cool. Yeah. It's just a cool place. Even if you're not into country, you will be yeah. after you leave there. And you'll be into smoked food, boy, man. It's the yeah. best food around. The first musical instrument ever invented in the United States. Okay. It was called the Glass Armonica. A R M O N I C A. Armonica, not harmonica. Right. The glass harmonica. It was invented by Benjamin Franklin. See, talk about useless. 1761. It never caught on as an instrument, but today thousands of crack smokers use it as a pipe and they use it every day. So thanks, Benji. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's literally, it was a glass harmonica invented by Benjamin Franklin. So I thought that was cool. Then there's another cool one. The first band to play in seven continents, all seven continents of the earth in one year. Who do you think the first band was? Rolling Stones is my guess. That my wife said the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. And, and of course that yeah. would be my guess too, because I mean, it, it, you think so. It was Metallica. Wow. Metallica played all seven continents in one year. And when they asked the band members of Metallica uh, what the experience was like, they said, we did? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So and I got one more. No, I got one more that you got to hear. Okay, sure. Voted by 12,000 people. This is another good one. A scientific study was done. They took 12,000 people to consider what was the catchiest song of all time. And they did it by how quickly they could tell you what song it was. So in how many seconds? So 2.3 seconds was the magic number. And by far, the most catchiest song of all time is Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Wow, how many Do seconds? Do you remember that song? If you want to be my lover, right. blah, 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 blah. I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember it, but that is the catchiest tune of all time, Scott. I'm finding that very uh, very useless. <laughs> so how many how many seconds did you say it took? How many seconds? 2.3 2 .3 seconds was the overall time to guess want to be by the Spice Girls. Right, yeah. So you were still talking about sex. We are. Yeah, uh, two point three seconds is the amount of time that yeah, yeah. that I normally have sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you. But it's the best two point three seconds yeah, of my life. Until your wife walks into the room. Anyway, you're listening to totally useless information with Nick and Roy, Debbie Harry. Remember Debbie Harry, right? They renamed yes. her band Blondie for two reasons. The first was the Builders Wolf whistling "Hey Blondie" at her. Right? They kept yelling at her hey blondie the second is they were named after hitler's german shepherd blondie the wow. band the band allegedly toured as hitler's dog but still play as blondie to this day blondie wasn't so lucky though she joined hitler in the bunker and was given a dose of cyanide allegedly just before the Fuhrers committed suicide blondie. the poor dog blondie you're saying yeah so in case you just joined us um well you've been listening to us all along uh, you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy with our special guest, Scott Watson. He lives in an RV, people. He does. But he does it on purpose, as we mentioned earlier. And uh, and Scott has been uh, all over the country. Is there any state, Scott, that you haven't been in, in your RV yet? Yes. I've not been in the Northeast. 
because uh, Texas keeps pulling my heart. So um, Midwest, West Coast. Um, so I got a lot more to go. Okay. Um, cool. Two and a half years in. Yeah. Uh, Sixty-six thousand miles. He's not been out. to the Northeast because if you go to the post office, his picture is up in there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now listen. Yeah. He's got a YouTube channel, folks. Go small, live large. You get hooked on it because he does some really cool. He, and he also gets you, like I said, I, I purchased the same band that he has because he gets you hooked on it because it's really cool. And you got to watch it to understand it. But it's called Go Small, Live Large. And it's really, really cool. That's right. A shameless plug for my uh, so Instagram. You can find me there. I post nearly daily on my website. So go small, live large.com. And we love to do meetups. Um, that's how Roy and I met just a couple of yeah. weeks ago. And, yeah. and Roy, you've been in your van for how long? Speaking of science. It's my fourth outing already in, in no time at all. I was I was up there in uh, that, that Camp Mac, which is a Guy Harvey camp in, in uh, Lake, Lake Wales, uh, Florida, which was real cool. It was interesting. It was laid back. It was strange. But uh, that, that uh, damn Bach Tower Gardens is something to see in Florida. It's a beautiful day trip. So, yeah, really um, nice. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Welcome to the Totally Useless Information Fashion Show. That's right. We do fashion on this show because, Scott, some of our female listeners said to us, uh, why don't you do some chick-like style topic? Because <laughs> my lawyer's like asking me. and Nick are really, we're real fashion plates, you know? Fashionistas, yeah, yeah I know. I can tell. <laughs> Can't you tell? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I live in a van. I have four shirts, so... <laughs> Yeah. Now that, that they don't have your name on the on the label, do they? So you know who? who no, they, they have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. <laughs> He's got four shirts and laundry's on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> the term G-string does not, in case you're wondering, it does not come from the fourth string on the violin. The G-string. Yeah, Rather, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Rather, as linguist Robert Hendrickson suggests. <laughs> That the G in G-string stands for groin. That's what the G stands for, groin. Oh, no. Yes. See, it's just wrong. It's wrong. I thought it was going to be something like, you know, that had some finesse to it. The bikini, when the first bikini was introduced in 1946, it was marketed as a two-piece swimming suit that revealed everything about a girl except her mother's maiden name. That's, all. <laughs> <laughs> That's That was the advertising. That's right. Page. Buy a bikini, a two-piece swimming suit that has that reveals everything about a girl except your mother's maiden name. Available at Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And one last, and one last fashion, uh, totally useless information. Speedo is currently the world's largest-selling swimwear brand. The company was founded in 1914 by hosiery manufacturer Alexander McRae. And the name was created by Captain Jim Parsons, who won a company competition with the slogan, quote, speed on in your speedos. So it's the largest brand with the smallest suit. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite in France. In France, yeah, yeah. One mostly in France. I think they're called, what, banana smugglers? Or no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> hold on. It, I think it's parakeet smugglers or something. In <laughs> Maybe in Canada. <laughs> wow. You're listening to totally useless. Down, down here, the average size is about 11 and a half. 
totally use this information with Nick and Roy. Einstein was a moron. Newton was a jerk. If you want to tan and a day at the beach, you better get to Hawaii now because Hawaii is drifting northwesterly every year at the same rate as the growth of a fingernail. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is happening. And yes, that means towards Alaska. So if you like your sweet or your speedo <laughs> and you want to use it, you better get to Hawaii now. Otherwise, you're going to see a lot of women in hula skirts that are made out of a thermal material. <laughs> I mean, are you this is actually true in, in, a, in a couple, you know, in a couple hundred thousand years, Alaska should basically be very close to Hawaii. So there you go. Um, the average human has 206 bones in their body. You've seen a skeleton, right? And you've learned it in biology in school. But did you know that when a baby is born, he has approximately 300 bones? Oh. So because we go through the birth canal and we need to be a little more flexible so that we can be a little more compact, the bones are not fused together yet. So you can count 300 separate bones in a baby that eventually by the age of like 17 to 20, they will be fused together into 206 bones. There you go, and it all starts with one bone. Yes, <laughs> that's right, one bone in a Speedo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the reason for freshly squeezed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not just for breakfast anymore, Scott. <laughs> Water has amazing properties, we know that, right? But it's mind-boggling. When water freezes, it takes up 9% more volume than the water used to make it. Now, you've all seen that. You put a water bottle in the freezer, it bursts because it's actually expanding. But it not only expands the actual the, the bottle, it's expanding the mass of the water itself, which is pretty cool. One time, I was in charge of um, wetting down women in a wet T-shirt contest you know so water has some amazing properties i was squirting these girls with water. Now, well i'll get into it one other time but the wet t-shirt <laughs> that was supposed to be a lot funnier yeah exactly <laughs> i'm thinking of g-strings groin straps uh bikinis <laughs> if you take all the atoms that make up the human race and now remove the empty space that's inside of an atom, the whole human race would fit inside a sugar cube. Okay, guys, let's take another toke on that joint and think about this. <laughs> <laughs> now, think about that. The whole human race would fit into a sugar cube. Now, isn't that sweet? Now, atoms have a very tiny, minuscule nucleus and some electrons, but 99.9999% of an atom is empty space. So if you took all the empty space out of an atom, the entire human race would fit in a sugar cube. What I want to know is what did Eve have to say about all this? <laughs> Adam? Yes. <laughs> You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. And now for something there is approximately one chicken for every human being in the world. Okay, One chicken. For every human being in the world. But speaking of chickens, animal rights organization, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, you know PETA, 
They're mm-hmm. urging humans to stop using animals as insults, arguing that it is a form of oppression. Insults such as you're a pig or he's a rat or he's a snake or he's a chicken, among others, are considered animal slurs that are part of a, a very specific language that's oppressive to the animals. Calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals, according to PETA, and justified in violating them. Stand up for justice by rejecting the supremacist language, it added. What I want to know is, what would you call a chicken that's a coward? <laughs> like I, I'm reading this. I'm going, okay. So here's a chicken, right? You're a, like, I can't like. Do I call it a chicken? Do I call? It, I just, I get confused. Yeah, I, I don't think it's right either. To be very honest, to call people animal names, right. to tell you the truth, right? You know, I think it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. I think we should think about it. I think we should spend a couple hundred million dollars and do a study on the diversity <laughs> of animals uh, speaking about animals. Yes, exactly. Scott? And that's. <laughs> I'm just thinking this whole thing of bikinis and and, and g-strings and horses yeah. and size of hands. See, and see how it all ties together. You, now you it, you it all comes together. Too much time on our hands. Some people have. Yeah, that's right. Somehow by the end of the show, you're walking around with a banana hammock with shoes that don't fit. <laughs> and we talked about sex. We talked about some fashion. We talked about some science. It's time for the news. And now from around the corner. The most Canadian car thief ever returns a stolen vehicle with a full tank of gas. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a Canadian. In 2018, a Nova Scotia woman returned from a shopping trip to find her car had vanished from the parking lot. But what looked like a carjacking wasn't one at all. It turns out the motorist driving in an identical vehicle had parked in the spot next to hers and accidentally drove off in the wrong car. Upon realizing his error, I guess they must have left the car open. But anyway, upon realizing his error, the mistaken motorist tracked the woman down and returned her car with a full tank of gas. In true maritime fashion, she reimbursed him. What? <laughs> yes. For, oh, okay. First off, do you Canadians leave your cars on? <laughs> no, we leave them unlocked and on because we trust, we trust each other. Right? We trust Now, them. remember, remember, if they were in Saskatchewan, they have to leave their doors open in case of polar bear attacks. They never lock their doors That's so they right. get in the car. There you and go. And their front doors are left open. I have a true story. You got to hear this one. It's absolutely true. It happened in the Bronx in New York. A guy comes out of his house. His new car is stolen out of the driveway. He's so upset. He calls the cops. He does everything. Next day, he wakes up in the morning, opens the door, and there is his car clean and everything with a note on it that says i am so sorry i had an emergency i had to steal your car it was a medical emergency he said please accept these two tickets to a broadway show from me to you i i truly apologize so the guy takes it and says wow that was crazy and he goes to the broadway show on the guy that gave that stole his car he comes home from the Broadway show to find his house completely empty. They knew exactly <laughs> what time he was going to be gone, and they took and robbed his entire home. <laughs> now, see, if it were a Canadian, they'd buy him another home. 
we want to thank uh, Scott Watson for joining us. He lives in his home, which is his RV. Uh, we want to thank you very much for joining us. Tell us how our, our audience can reach you, whether you're an RV fan or not. If you're a fan of how you can live your life in a wonderful and adventurous kind of way, curiosity is the key. How do people reach you, Scott? So uh, my YouTube channel, if you just search out in YouTube, I go small, live large. Website, go small, live large.com, Instagram. And and whether you want an RV or you're vicariously living through somebody like me, um, it would just be a joy to have you part part of the journey. So thanks yeah. very much for joining us. That's all the time that we have here for Total Useless Information. And coming up in Season 4, we have more guests coming your way with a lot more interesting stories. Scott was the first one of our interview series. So, Scott, thanks again for joining us. Stay safe out there. And as always, tell a friend about the trend and go to nickandroy.com and you could be on the show as well. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.